0: Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's a joy to be with you today as we're in Psalm 119, verse number 139. We had such a glorious day yesterday at churches. We were looking in the book of Exodus, chapter uh, 5 and 6, and really, as you were seeing it unfold, the life of Moses... We saw last week in Exodus as he, as he was known as and still is in this portion of Exodus as the reluctant servant. And then we got to a point where all of a sudden God probably saw Moses and looked at Moses and is reluctant to step up to the plate and do what God had called him to do. He reminded him of who he is. First of all, he told Moses that I am Jehovah and then secondly, he told them the things that he would do. And really what he was saying, the work of the Exodus was, is going to be a work of God. It's not up to Moses' ability and the things that he could do, but rather what God could do. Even in our psalm here this morning, or today, or this evening, whenever you're listening to this, the psalmist says, my zeal hath consumed me because my enemies had forgotten thy word. He had this tremendous zeal for God. It, I believe that's really what we should be at all times, that passion to know him, that excitement to follow him, to listen to his word, and his, the willingness to step out and to believe God and to take steps of faith, because God is truly for us. And so we see this beautiful picture The psalmist sets his commitment to the Scriptures, really in contrast to his enemies who were forgetful of God. I'm reminded, certainly in Genesis, the story of Joseph's goodness, his life, how it shined all more brightly in Genesis because it was set against the background or the black backdrop of Judah's sin and in spite of the other brothers, the psalmist's devotion and commitment to God's word is brighter because it's it's like a diamond set against that black black drop. And you can see the diamond sparkle. And so we see his commitment. Joseph's commitment as he has that tremendous zeal for God and doing things that are right before the Lord and so I think when we see my zeal has consumed me, we're reminded, certainly we're reminded of Jesus. Remember the scene? It's in Jerusalem. The courts of the temple are, are in view, especially that portion of the temple courtyard that was assigned to the Gentiles. Can you picture that? There, They were contempt, they had contempt for God you know, and for Gentiles, the Jewish did, and the merchants and the money changer. There was a lot of friction going on in there as they had set up shop. And of course, the time here in the in the Gospels, the time of the Passover is a, as Jesus Passover feast. As Jesus came into the holy city, the city of Jerusalem, and it, this is his first visit uh, since he really started his public ministry. And with one sweeping glance around the courtyard, when he saw all that was going on, the table set up, the merchandiser, the, the, those who were exchanging money, and I'm sure that his soul w- was on fire. The place had been converted into a marketplace. And of course we saw what, what had happened, where, where it talks about the zeal of the Lord was upon the Lord, that Jesus took it all in and then he deliberately drove them all out can you picture what a man what what a, a tremendous a uh, person our lord and savior Jesus is he went against the system he went against the syndicate the the, the 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 local mafia per se that had set up that were running that courtyard and the scriptures watched him and the scriptures it, it certainly came identifying, or at least they must have recognized in their mind, as it tells us there in Psalm 69, uh, verse 9, and also we read in John chapter 2, verse 17, where it says, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. I think it's that, that zeal, that deep passion to do things that are right. When Jesus saw the corruption that was going in the house of God, he stepped in and he took care of it. Jesus had to do it over and over again, and we were reminded at the end of his ministry. This time, he had showed them that the, that he indeed had indeed he'd showed them that they had indeed had forgotten God's word. It is written, he said, "My house shall be called uh, uh, of all nations, the house of prayer." But you made it a den of thieves. Of course, you can find that in Mark chapter eleven, verse seventeen. And that also you find it prophesied there in Isaiah chapter 56, verse 7. The first time his zeal could him led him to a conversion. As you remember, Nicodemus came out that famous night there in John chapter 3, and he talked to Jesus about it. And Jesus, in his conversation with Nicodemus, he said, if you want to be right with God, if you want to experience the fullness of God Nicodemus, you must be born again because the ways of the world, the religious system will never cut it. Well, the second time, it led to a conspiracy. The scribes, the Pharisees, the Herodians, it tells us how they consulted together to put Jesus to death. I think it's so interesting. I think it's so interesting here in our psalm where it says... My, My zeal has consumed me because my enemies had forgotten thy word. The zeal of the Lord. That zeal that causes to catch fire for him, to live for him. That what's caused him to catch fire. What what caused Jesus to catch fire or the psalmist here to catch fire is the righteousness of God. The things that are laid out that are right before the Lord. But you know something? I find it's interesting. In the second part of this psalm, it says, Because my enemies have forgotten thy words. That leads us to believe that they had knowledge of God's word. Maybe as young men and women, they were raised up around the synagogue. Maybe they grew up and they attended for a while. But over a period of time, they were no longer allowing their lives to be accountable to God's word and what it has to say. I see this happen way too much, where people start so strong in church, they even maybe buy themselves a new Bible, and they start underlining scriptures, and they might you know listen to the radio, listen to a TV preacher, and they might tithe for a while and and do good works, but it's you know Christianity, is more than just that. Certainly, that is part of what we do. But it never can be motivated by our outward actions of trying to, uh, you know, appeal to God or try to appeal to fellow man. But it really needs to be motivated by love. That's why Nicodemus needed to be born again. He needed to come to that place where he knew God and had that personal relationship with the Lord. See, they've forgotten God's word. It's a dangerous place. It's a dangerous place. When our lives become so busy where we look around at the things around us that are happening that we forget to spend time in Him. As I mentioned before, it's like a man trying to to climb a grease flagpole. That's a losing battle. Because as soon as you stop moving, you're going to slide right down that flagpole. We need to learn from Jesus that men shouldn't not live by bread alone. Each and every day we should learn to live upon God's word because once we live upon God's word, that that ignites a fire inside of our hearts that we become ablaze and we want to do things that are right. And so the psalmist says, my zeal has consumed me. What a picture. He says, because my enemies have forgotten and forgotten God's word. Oh, may our hearts be on fire for the Lord. And may we pray for those friends who have drifted away from the things of God. Maybe you know some today. Pray for them. Look to do good to them. Bless them. Because they too need the love of God. They need to have their hearts touched by the Lord. Let's pray together. Father, we do pray. We pray for our friends and loved ones that have drifted from your word. Maybe they started out strong, but the cares of this world have eaten them up. Father, we just pray by your goodness and your love that you might draw them back to yourself. And we pray and commit them into your hands, even right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. And so until next time, may God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at Terry Reynolds at AgapeChapelOC.org Again, that's Terry Reynolds at AgapeChapelOC.org Or you can write us at AgapeChapel, P.O. Box 4023 Huntington Beach, California 92647 May God richly bless you.